0: Imagine how kind the world could be if each of us spent a small part of our day actively listening to someone else. In each episode of Active Listening, students from the University of St. Francis share conversation with older adults and discuss life lessons. The project's goal is simple, to bring people together through the kindness of listening. Today we're going to hear from Irene. She was interviewed by Jennifer Schenkel. Irene knows nothing brings people together like a home-cooked meal. And in their conversation, Irene talks about her values of family, respect, and boundaries.
1: You go by Irene now. What did they call you at home? Oh, so
2: many names. But my first name is Faye, F-A-Y-E. And I just never liked that Faye, so I always went by okay. Irene. Well, when I worked in the factory, everybody called me Sunshine. Because I would come in every morning, 5 or 6 o'clock in the morning, and just as... Brightest, the sunshine, smiling, and happy-go-lucky. So that's what they call me in the, in the factory. And then
1: you were part of a, a large family.
2: Oh yes, oh yes. I'm the I'm the oldest of 15 kids.
1: Wow, <laughs> that is an accomplishment.
2: <laughs> I'm the oldest, but only um only nine of us live. I'm still the oldest, so now I have two brothers left, and I have five sisters still living. The other just passed. Yeah,
1: you've suffered a lot of loss. And I, I noticed that you seem to you seem to be at peace with it to a degree, and I'm wondering how you can muster the courage.
2: Pray, I pray, and then I have some people I can call. Like now, this girl I used to work with, a friend, I go with her. I started going to her the grieving group. I think it's going to help because a lot of time I hold stuff in, but I do let it out. I do cry, you know, and at one point I was keeping myself in my apartment, right. being depressed, whatever. I just prayed on it and asked God to help me get out of this rut so that I can get back to my life, living the way I was.
1: I know I've met a number of families where food is how you express your love. Is Do you find that to be true for your family? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, I assume your mother cooked then, too, or
2: was it your dad who taught you to cook? My mom. My mom was a good cook. My dad's a good cook. Actually, not kind of for my grandma. She loved to cook. I would always be in the kitchen with her and go there and see what she could. And say, Grandma, what you cooking today? And she said, oh, Pap, I'm cooking this I'm cooking a little that. Now, that was my nickname. They gave me her and my grandpa. It was Pap. Mm-hmm. And they, they would get in the kitchen, she'd be making them homemade biscuits or mm-hmm. uh, cold water cornbread, you mm-hmm. just name it, whatever you want Ramon fixed. But she never fixed one or two dishes. She had about four or five. Yes. And people would always come to her house because they know Ramon don't cook.
1: So she didn't chase you out of the kitchen. She, oh, no. She brought oh, you in and showed oh, you yeah. what she was doing? She did more uh Show me how
2: to cook, what to cook. Then my mm-hmm. mom, mom didn't have the time; she wasn't patient. My grandma was patient.
1: Your son lives here in town. You said that he's got kind neighbors who will occasionally cook for him as well. I wonder if he cooks for his neighbors. Oh yeah, we
2: had a barbecue cookout. He sent him a plate. I know we had a memorial cookout over there. and we had a Fourth of July cookout. Um, they came one. We fixed a plate for both of them and sent it back over to him. The second time we had a cookout, we fixed a plate. My son took over to him.
1: Another thing that comes out to me about your personality is you respect people and you expect people to treat you in a respectful manner. Is this something that, that your family taught you? Is this something that maybe you inherited from your grandmother, maybe? My
2: grandmother. And you know, we always I, I had a bond with her more better than I had with my mom. We always sit and talk, and she always said, Pap, you respect people, you treat people the way you want to be treated. You know, just, just be you. You know, continue to be you and treat people right. And I did that my boat like he is, too, and, and they are like that, too. Especially my baby. He's, he's every bit of me. He's every, And my daughter, on the other hand, he, she's every bit of her dad.
1: Now you, how long have you been retired? 62. I
2: was 62 or 63. And okay. I'll be 69 in a couple of weeks. My perfect. mom is 84, dad is 89. They get to a place where they can't do for themselves. Then it's enough of us to pitch in, which I'm here, which I call every day. Seven days a week, sometimes twice a day to check on my brother. He was down in Elkhart doing everything for my mom and dad, but he had to move. So then my I got my five sister and my brother there in Elkhart, so... They can do what they need to do my mom, take them to the doctor or take them to the store or whatever. And then sometime at night, they don't even stay in the house by themselves. We have my nephew or cousin, somebody that's in the house with them. Yeah. Until my dad get tired of having people in the house at night, then he'll say, go home. We can take care of ourselves.
1: Right. he <laughs> kicks them out. Oh, yeah.
2: He, he'll he do that. Yeah.
1: Do you find it's, uh, in some ways, people really like for you to defer to their judgment, and clearly, you know, you are a a strong person?
2: I try to be.
1: Yeah? It's
2: not always easy, but
1: I try to be. Does that come between your relationships occasionally? Sometimes. battle of wills, so to speak?
2: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I can't help it. You know, that's me. I mean, I just tell them I can
1: But the, you know, your kids obviously know you're a loving person. Oh, yeah.
2: Oh, yes. Everybody know who I am, but they know how far to go with me. They okay. know how to push my button. You know how, they know. They just say, Irene, you're a nice person. You, you know, I try to be a job to help anybody or whatever, but uh, like I said, don't underestimate me. Don't push that wrong button, you know. I get along with them, you know, but if they step on my toe. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to confront them. I don't get behind me back and talk about them. I, I yeah. go to that person, and I tell them what I want them to know, and let it be
0: What you just heard is part of the Active Listening series, put together as a collaboration between the University of St. Francis and WBOI. Additional conversations can be found online at WBOI.org or wherever WBOI podcasts are found. Faculty advisors for Active Listening are Miles full Jane Martin, and Kristen Miller. This program was also made possible thanks to the support of Trina Bodeker from the USF Office for Service and Social Action. Our interviewers are Laura Jansen, Georgia Lieb, Caleb Meyer, Sean Rollins, Jennifer Schinkel, Sage Souter, Miranda Tyler, Kendra Seifring, and Doe Thong. USF Meta students are Nicholas Cardosa, Vaughn Gallagher, Joey Lamping, Ashley Price, Renee Robinson, Tyler Ross, and Jennifer Schinkel. Active Listening's creative director is Larissa Whitaker. Our music is by Noah Campadonico. And thank you for listening.